It's live. You're on fire today, aren't you? It's local. Now. Hey, I'm an idiot. I know. <laughs> and it's a little bit loose. Lee? Would it help if I called you mummy? Never call me that. I'm certainly not calling you daddy. <laughs> Get ready for anything to happen, Sunny Coast. The Ellie and Bex podcast. Well, hello, a podcaster. Hi there. Thank you for... I am a podcaster. Please tell me, what fine delights do you have in store for me? Should I remain connected to this audio stream for the next half hour or so? Just a bunch of fun frivolity and shenanigans, mm, ultimately. Yes, any you know? specifics or just Yeah, that? look, I'm guessing you're asking me because you've thrown away your run sheet. Uh, thrown away a what? Thrown away your run sheet. No, I have several run sheets in front of me. In fact, I just don't know what you included. Oh, look, I mean, mine's on the floor, but there's a lot about your nails. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yes, I'm wearing acrylics all this week as part of Dare or Dare. Don't mention it. I'm very embarrassed. We talk about a, a shark with a six-pack. Oh, my God. I thought that was probably the worst break of the show. Really? Do you, what, do you, do you, worse than when I talked about how my dream had a sequel? Oh, surely that didn't make it in. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oh, no. Anyhow. Where'd you get stuck? If I were you, I would save the download. <laughs> In case you get extra data charges and come back tomorrow. Tell your friends. Get around it. Tell your friends to come back tomorrow. (laughs) The Ellie and Beck Show. Bye. (laughs) Ellie and Beck's. 91.9 CFM. 91.9 CFM. We're Ellie and Beck's driving you home this afternoon. I believe a dolphin's cry sounds like this. (laughs) How do we know that's not its laugh? We don't. That's a really good point. Sorry. If that's um, not the case, we've been making dolphins cry for ages for our own entertainment, which is quite depressing, actually, isn't it? <laughs> Folks, I, as a man who is, uh, well, until recently, overweight, but I've always had cerebral palsy, I get stuck places all the time because mm-hmm. uh, one of my legs doesn't quite do what my brain tells it to do. Yep. Um, so when I saw this poor lass upside down in a pub <laughs> overseas, stuck behind the uh, ye olde leather couch, <laughs> I had a little bit of a uh-huh moment. Oh, I didn't. I had a ah-ha-ha-ha uh, <laughs> moment. Or a... Oh, 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 okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could be crying. Um, yeah, it's a great video that's emerged. Uh, this lady's been out for lunch, a very long lunch with the girls. Yeah, they all been look there. suitably liquid, don't oh, they? Oh, they are pissed. As anything. You know, when you whisper it, it's not less, less illegal or off-putting <laughs> towards people with children in the car. <laughs> you realise that. <laughs> On the table, in fact, in this video. So basically she's gone down to reach for her friend's jacket, which had fallen behind the, like, couch, which was wedged up yeah. against the wall, and she's lost her footing and fallen head first, and so all that's showing is her two legs. Yeah, dangling in the air. straight. Picking up the video at the point where two burly security guards, yeah. one either side, are trying to pull them out. Yeah, yeah. So basically she has to get lifted up. Apparently she's stuck there for 10 minutes. And on the table is a tray of pink shots. Just waiting. <laughs> Just waiting for her to get back up so they can all dig into them. God, it is can a you, great video. Can you imagine if you've had too many being yeah. upside down for that long and being oh, reefed back the other way? You'd be so woozy. Oh, my you'd God. You'd be so woozy. And she said afterwards she had some bruising. Oh, she, she's from the UK. I had some bruises on my boobs in my belly where I was stuck and some scratches on Sorry, my legs. Sorry, you remember the cast of Oliver? <laughs> Did, she, did someone shine her shoes while they were upside down? Governor. I don't know. It's my best English accent. I don't think she's the – I could do my Queen of England accent, no, okay, but I don't okay, think okay. she's the Queen of England. Okay, I think we've To be fair, having that much people. Prosecco in the long lunch. I think if the Queen did it, it would be bigger news just quietly. <laughs> that is true. So how's this for the genius behind this show? We go from that story to asking you on 545 Where'd you get stuck? 
took the words right out of your mouth. I'm so sorry. Thanks. Um, so if you've been stuck somewhere, I got stuck once, absolutely terrified of this as a kid, and it came true, the end of the escalators back in the day. <gasps> Because you know my shoelaces are always undone. That is scary. Had yeah. to reef my foot out of my shoe and sort of hop away. Oh. Oh, could have I died. I was so scared of that as a kid. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> Deb's in Caloundra. Hello, Deb, and thanks for waiting. Appreciate it. Um, where did you oh, get stuck? Okay. Well, I got stuck in a bean bag. <laughs> oh, you, yes. They are hard to get out of. <laughs> I was young and there may have been alcohol involved. Yeah, fair yes. enough. Okay, so were you yep. sitting yep. on the beanbag or were you like stuck in, somehow cracked it open? I was I was sitting on the beanbag, but yeah, it sort of then became I couldn't get out of the beanbag <laughs> because, like I said, there may have been alcohol involved. Well, I, you, know, you don't have to feel bad about having too many sherbets <laughs> falling in a beanbag and not being able to get out of it. I mean, no. I could do that sober. Yeah. I reckon I don't have you. <laughs> You're right. All the little beads move from underneath you. Every it's time like, you try to oh, get purchase oh, on it. Just, and, and, and then yeah. it, it, it reaches a point where the relaxation you garnered from being in the bean bag mm. gets overwhelmed by the amount of physical effort that you've exactly. required to get out. How long are we and talking? the amount of mental stress. Yes. Tell me about it. How long were you in there for, Deb? Uh, quite a while until a friend came in and found me and tipped the beanbag upside down and then I was trapped under the beanbag. I love it. This is Calandra's version of the Thai cave rescue. Oh, <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Hey, the world has gone mad. If you just said to me, um, bots would invade a radio station 10, 20 years ago, I'd go, what are you talking about? Mm. Uh, but our station, not alone... Uh, plenty of our colleagues around the country and lots of media outlets, not just radio, mm. getting smashed by these, these fake accounts, Ellie. Yeah, people are making up fake Facebook profiles. Yes. And then commenting on other things, yeah. other people's posts being like, hey, you've won money and people are falling for it. Yeah, I know. Just, no one gives you money, okay? You have to work for it. Nothing gets manifested. We've been through that. Okay, so here's what I thought I'd do is because it's um, obviously we've had a couple already. I think we're up to a half dozen. At CFM, look, I'm the only person who hasn't had one, but we'll yeah, get to that. One. We'll get yeah, to that in we'll just a second. That. We'll get to that in just a second. I thought I'd get Lockie in, who's in our digital department, to explain, just so you can go to a dinner party at the end of the week, and if someone brings it up, you can go. This is what's happening. Yeah, I'm informed. What's happening, Lock? Uh, well, technically, they're taking all of our um, all of our photos, putting them on their um, Facebook profile, and they're adjusting the time. So usually, when you put up something, it says it's mm. posted today, but they've adjusted that so it says it's posted, say, like six months ago. <gasps> So it looks like it's our account, um, but just yes. retrospectively going through. Yeah, they've that. turned commenting off as well, so people can't comment and say this is a fake account. Um, <gasps> and they're saying, "Oh, sorry, we've turned off commenting. We've got." Too I much just want to know what's through. the end game here. The people yeah, at some stage, do people get... at some stage give over their personal information? What's happening? Yeah, we had we actually did have someone call up yesterday saying they handed over their <gasps> personal details. Um, but I talked her through how to fix that, how to you know contact your bank. Um, <laughs> Number one, cancel them. all your credit cards. Literally. Never apply for another one. So Number two, throw your computer one. out the window. Yes. Number three, only <laughs> deal with cash. Because <laughs> <laughs> they do look legit. These profiles. Because last week one was made of me and Ellie mm. Cheney one. Did you make it? <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> I just Involved. Let's be honest. <laughs> You're okay with it because I used a, a stunning photo. No, uh, well, I want to know. 
know how they're leveraging Let's, my identity to get people to give them money because it, it's not working for me <laughs> yeah. at all. No, yeah, it's yeah, you, be money. Want, you want a slice of the action. <laughs> yeah. Let's deal with the elephant in the room. Um, mm. CFM's obviously a major broadcaster. We've been smashed with these. Uh, mm-hmm. You're doing a great job in reporting them. And Thank I must you, say, from what I've seen, Facebook, Insta, et cetera, are doing a great job in pulling that stuff mm. down because they're yeah. obviously where it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been an Ellie Cheney one. There's been a stack of jewels. I mean, she's been here six months, not even, mm-hmm. and she's getting replicated like nobody's business. Barrett's yeah. had one. I'm the only it's person. Been a bar at I'm, the, one. I'm yeah. the only person on a show who hasn't been targeted. <laughs> Mate, do you, want what do, you think, do you think they look at the, the, the bots wherever they're coming from? There's some suggestion they're coming from a country that's currently engaged in a war, but we don't know that for sure. <laughs> Um, do you reckon they're sitting there going, nah, no one will give that bloke any yes, money? Yes, 100%. They take one look at your creepy photo and they're like, nope, 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 nope. You're featured on Ellie's. Oh, Yeah, you're you featured go. on Ellie's. Oh, one, that's, so that's why fine. no one gave An accessory, <laughs> an accessory, yeah. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Fancy late. 91.9 CFM live across the sunny coast for Ellie and Bex. Sorry, I'm just going to have to uh, interrupt the praise. No, you were no, just getting on, for your brother's stroke. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Our mate Soph just walked past and she's an athlete and she said, I saw on your story, you were rowing at 130 pace. Yeah, at uh, 36 strokes a minute. I can get it I can get it down about 150. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to do rowing at school, no biggie. Right, um, coach, no big deal. Coaches understand each other. We, we get technique. <laughs> okay. Anyhow. Can we do the radio show now? You're done getting praised? Sorry. Okay, I think cool. actually, truth be told, <laughs> The reason I went so well today at Jets on the Ergo was uh, that I still, at that point in time, had several of my plastic slash acrylic nails yes. stuck on. A hundred percent. I knew, mate. I knew when I signed you up for this week's Dare or Dare, which was to wear these acrylic nails for the rest of the week, yeah. that it would give you superpowers. But just like every other Ellie Cheney idea... It's good for the first 24 hours. <laughs> and what happened, because we have the budget of a small Micronesian <laughs> municipality, is these crappy plastic things that you've glued to my fingers, one by one have popped off. I lost one opening a beer last night. Okay. I lost two at the gym, one on the, doing, uh, uh, doing a rack pull and the other one on the, ro- on the rowing machine. A what? Oh, I listen you're allowed to, you. to go around touching those. What are you talking about? Because well, I said the word pull. No, not the other one. Anyway, um... <laughs> Trust me. I think you're being very disparaging. Be of a, a different rack. To pull of on. our beautician who's in the room, BG, yeah, aka our oh, promotions. It. It's almost as good manager. as her mic technique. Just choose one, Dale. <laughs> right, there's too many here to pick from. I'm back. Hello, everybody. Okay. <laughs> um, do, how do you feel that he's being so rude? About well, they've fallen the off. Excuse me. Um, your, she's face, a shonky tradesperson. Excuse me. It's, I was faced with hostility as soon as he got to work this morning. Yes. Oh, the quality of the nails. Uh, uh, uh. And I was like. <laughs> Excuse me, beggars can't be choosers, especially <laughs> Daryl Okay, everyone just needs to take, Here's a, what I take a moment. Here's okay? what I propose. Mm-hmm. Now, it's up to you. Yes, I'm under the power of the dare this week, so I have to do whatever you say within reason. But I reckon if you've had such a terrible effort at putting this together and knowing you, 90% of the work was done by her, <gasps> not by you, you came up with probably the idea and then she had to go and buy everything. Is We're that correct? Team. We are a team. team. So that's team. correct. Okay, we've got that sorted. Because you've stuffed it, essentially, I'm good. I'm home free. I didn't do anything unusual. You did, mate. You did. You've, you, you yesterday trimmed them down to normal size. So I could use the touchscreen computer. Still on. All right. Shh, enough out of you. Dare or Dare Week is still upon us. Um, BG is going to reapply your nails. We've got some spares just in case. Yeah, like I bought two boxes. <laughs> exactly. I had, I had an inkling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And if we well, you didn't run think out, the two dollar ones would go the distance. <laughs> if we run out, I'll spot you the five dollars. So what are we doing? Five four five double one nine one nine.
on the topic of losing nails, because yes. you seem to have dropped all of yours, we want to know, have you <laughs> lost a nail? And if so, how? And I'm talking fake nails and real nails. If you've lopped off Let's an say, entire girlfriend, proper Girlfriend, I understand. Okay? Yeah. I've lost 10 in 24 hours. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> lost one cracking a tinny. I thought, oh, I need another nine beers and I'm sweet. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Lyndall is in Noosa. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Thank you for waiting, Lyndall. Sorry, I think Lyndall will tell the world that I had to answer the phone, get mm. her details, put her on hold whilst getting my manicure done. He's so. a man of many talents, Lyndall. <laughs> tell us, how'd you lose Not your happy. nail? Okay, oh, it was just over two years ago we were coming back from the Gold Coast and um, I slammed my hand in the car door. <gasps> but um, we were on our way to, um, to bounce the indoor trampoline park mm. with mm. the kids. Yeah. So I just strapped it all up and everything, and it was got like throbbing it. like hell. Got on with it, and we finally got home at about five o'clock that night back to Noosa, and um, I went to the hospital because when I undid it, it was still bleeding. Hey. So um, <laughs> it was it was really good. So yeah, we went, <laughs> went went to emergency, and they had a look, and I thought that they'd just take the whole thing off, but. The um, the ED doctor thought it would be a really good idea just to try and super glue it back down. Super glue? Uh, well, that's exactly what's happening to me now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fixes everything. So, so that's what they did. But then, like ten days later, like the because it ripped like a big chunk of flesh and everything, oh. like underneath the nail and everything as well. So, yeah. And it started growing up, and I didn't want this munted looking nail. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so many sound bites start, in this call. I started call. googling. Yeah, I started googling as you do, and um, and then I got this um, something that stops bleeding and that. So I went to the chemist, got it, and sat down with a stiff drink, and um, literally ripped the nail off <gasps> and filed filed down the flesh that had started growing up, so my nail bed would be flat, and um, and then like corduroyed it with this stuff that I got, but um. It's grown back and it's fine now, so it's really good. Yeah, okay. Wow. I'm, I'm still ill. <laughs> that, okay. took, that took me to a lot of different places. you need any medical advice? Oh, yeah. Yeah, available. obviously. She's just, you know, she's just removing what? backpackers' I'll take kidneys. I'll the stiff drink, maybe. As we speak. Maybe not the yes. medical advice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Chrissy in Caloundra. Hello, Chrissy. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What happened to hey, your Chrissy. nail, sister? Oh, so I've got two stories. Okay. Um, the first one, <laughs> I was working at a pub. And I was in the cold room and it ha- it was couldn't have been mistaken. It had to be mine. I thought I'd get fluoro neon nail. <laughs> so I was opening up a cheese box and I flicked it off. There was blood pouring everywhere. Oh. Don't ask me how I did it. They were well and truly due for an infill. And all I could care about was not the blood that was I was trying to wrap in my work shirt to stop from bleeding, but, oh, my God, I need to find this yellow fluoro now because yeah. they're going to know it's mine. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Well, it, it, good I good foresight from you. Great foresight from you. You stepped, stood on it. I'm saying foresight from you because you've got a high-vis colour, easier to pick up. Exactly. So- exactly. But I was like, oh, my God, I'm in a cold room full of food. Everything was covered, thank God. But I'm like, oh, my God, where is the yellow now gone? Because the chefs are going to know it's mine. Mm. Um, And the other one was we went to Red Hot Summer and I had the tickets on my phone lined up for the toilet. I was like, oh, my God, got heaps of time to get to the toilet. Went to the toilet, came back out. They're almost at the front of the line. I'm like, I've got the tickets on my phone. Barrel rolled. I don't know if you've been to Sandstone Point. Yes. Barrel rolled underneath those vines for the... Yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing um, there? Got back up and I had lost three. You'd lost three? What? Three in your nine? barrel roll? 
Yeah, I didn't even feel a thing, but I stood back up and I was like, holy you shit, know, I've just lost three nails doing that. Every now and then someone comes along on our show because we get so many contributors, we love them all. And I don't know about you, Chaney, you think, geez, I'd like to go for a night out with Chrissy. Yeah, 100%. I, th- I think you'd be a good time. Next time, get me a ticket for that, please. Chrissy, <laughs> that'd be great. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. We are live across the sunny coast. Ellie and mm. Bex are our names, driving you home on Thank 91.9 God, CFM. that song finished. I mean, I love the song, mm. but um, anything yeah. to stop you ogling over Kaylin Ponger on the television. I was not. This is all I was getting, folks, while I was trying with acrylic nails to pick up a pepita, which is the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> uh, I was getting this. Oh, my God. Ponga can actually get it. No, I did not. You're going to lie to your audience. Yes, I will. <laughs> okay? My boyfriend's hotter, okay? Putting it out there. <laughs> um, He's not on a million a year. Look. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> you don't know. Um, we get told oh, in radio he school. He's dating you, so. We get told in radio school not to be too self-indulgent. I never went to radio school. I was radio just, school? Did I was you go a, to speech school? I was a f- firebrand young talent. A what? A firebrand. Oh, I don't know what that means. There anyway, at radio school they say, don't be too self-indulgent. But I'm about to be a bit self-indulgent because I want to know if this has happened to anyone else. Um, can you get sequels to a dream? Okay, so like I'm don't talking, know. you know, Bad Boys 1. And then a week later, they release I, Bad Boys I, I, 2. I think people know what a sequel okay. is. Okay, because... What, what else are you going to explain to people like their two-year-olds? Did they teach you that at radio school? Now, your audience, they're all stupid. It's not very hard to get into radio school, <laughs> to be honest. If you're going to so. talk to some, about something that has a, its basis in Latin, like sequel, you're going to need to explain them. No, okay. The reason I bring this up is because about a week and a half ago... Yes. ...I stayed at my boyfriend's house yeah. and... Caleb um, <laughs> No. My boyfriend's hotter than Caleb Bonger. We've been over this. Okay, good. Um... And I had a dream. Now, don't don't give me ass about this, please. Is this? Can I preface this dream by saying you set this up with? I just I'm going to have to get a little self indulgent. Yes, here. in the dream, I won an Oscar. <laughs> Sorry, what? I won an Oscar. You won an Oscar. No one expected it. Everyone's like, "Who's this chick from yeah. Australia coming up and winning an Oscar?" And I didn't expect and I, it. And I, was I on stage no. presenting? Was I? Hang on, just wait with me here. Was I presenting the the Oscar? And I said something like, "Oh, Caitlin, great to see you, mate. No. Loved you in GI Jane 3. No. And then you're like, "Keep my boyfriend's name no. out your mouth." Although maybe that's why I was dreaming about the Oscars because it probably was around that time. Oh God, you're a scientist. Had this dream, right? <laughs> cool dream. I went to the after parties. It was yeah. great. Okay. A week and a half goes by. Yes. Last night, I stay at my boyfriend's house again. Oh, yes. In the same bed. Uh-huh. And I have the sequel dream, about which was... Callum Ponga at the Oscars. No, Callum Ponga's just... Enough about Callum Ponga. I was in the audience of an awards show. Yes. And this creepy old Harvey Weinstein looking dude... Yes. ...comes and sits next to me. He's like, I've been following your career ever since the Oscars. Uh-huh. Like, big fan of yours. And starts being creepy and hitting on me. So it's a sequel. It's it's literally a carry-on in the story that my brain fabricated a week and a half ago oh. and now something about being in that same bed has triggered the initial dream. Oh, is that not so weird? I just, it's just, I just, what's weird is that you went to radio school and you thought this would be a good story. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 I don't know why I'm publicising that because the entire point of the next three minutes is to humiliate me. Oh, 100%. A new week, a new bus to be thrown under. Ellie and Bex, dare or dare? Yeah. Well, I just figured out that that chick goes, I dare you. I didn't realise. Did oh, wow, mate. We've been playing this for a long time. So, this segment, folks, whether you be on an old school radio or streaming us 
mm. uh, via the CFM app or, in fact, watching on Facebook. Really simple. Um, dare or dare, each week you and I uh, cha- interchange and one throws the other under a bus. Last week, I just had you lead a fitness class. Mm-hmm. This week, a little bit of an overreaction, if I might say. I have to wear plastic nails. For the entire Check week. them out. And you are loving it. So I thought um, to really get, you know, how it is truly for oh, a woman ridiculous. to wear plastic nails. Um, I've set up a bit of a... When have you had them done? Oh, not many times. Exactly. Oh, in high school so for the school preaching, musical. You are preaching the sisterhood and you have absolutely... I have more idea than you. Okay. Well, I've set up a nail obstacle course for you. A I've what, Googled sorry? obstacle. Gee, sometimes uh, that word's an obstacle in itself, isn't it? Have Googled <laughs> some of the most difficult things to do yes. whilst wearing fake nails. Nails, uh-huh. And I'm going to get you to do them, and I want you to do them all in less than a minute, okay? Oh, that's interesting. So in front of you, you will see an open-clasped bracelet that yes. you will need to close. Yes. Because putting on jewellery, it's tough. Uh-huh. Um, I want you to type the words, Ellie is the best, on your screen, please. You, you Honestly, you need hey, some self-esteem. You've already had me skill. do that to my Instagram. <laughs> I want you to button up your shirt. You've got three buttons there. Yes. I want you to rub some face moisturiser on. Hang on a minute. And I want you to open I reckon a can. even if I just had my regular fingers, I couldn't do all this stuff all in a these minute. Things take a like minute's five ridiculous. Seconds. Well, I mean, that's all we've got. It's I, okay, so what's, what's the first show. thing I'm doing? Okay, you can do it in whatever order you would like. Okay. You need to right. close the bracelet, type those words, Ellie is the best, button up your shirt, moisturize uh-huh. your face, and open the can of beer I've got in front of you. You can all pick right. it then afterwards. All right. all right, here we go, my friend. Let me get my stopwatch ready. Your time starts now. There you go. We're live on so Facebook at the moment. Okay, well, All what, sorted. what did you already type? Ellie is the best on the screen. I mean, mate, if you've just got that up generally, oh, that that's concerning. So what have you done? Oh, okay, what? What? You got talk me through what you're doing, I, bud. I can't. I'm in pain. I've opened the beer. There we go. Have you lost a nail whilst opening the beer? No, I nearly lost my actual finger. Fifteen seconds down. All right, he's closing the bracelet now. Um, we've oh. taken it off. Um, Taylor, who owns it, because that would have been a bit creepy. You're just scratching and clawing at her neck, but he's really struggling to get that bracelet done up. I don't think. I think. Nah. This could be the death of him. Oh, he's thrown it aside. All right. Moving on, you want to button up your shirt? Please button up your shirt. Those chest hairs are not doing you any favours. You know, it's just like a kid in the sandpit. Every time you pretend like I'm not attractive to you, everyone goes, yeah, we know what's happening here. I have a very hot boyfriend. I am not looking at you. Again, needs Um, to justify. (laughs) It's like that chick that always goes, I've got a boyfriend. Hi, what's your name? Okay, that is not the case. Two buttons done up. You've only got seven seconds left, left, bud. Oh, and we have le- not, le- what's Lola? We have mean? not even moisturised the face. And time is. Oh, no, I uh, didn't put moisturiser. See, here's the thing you don't think through these challenges, right? What? Moisturising would have been the worst. All this stuff would have been awful. But you put a time limit on it. Mm. So all I do is dawdle for a minute and then I don't have to do anything. And then you call yourself a big fat. Oh. Failure. Oh, and you've lost a nail. Why'd you have to call me fat? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Ellie and Beck. 91.9. Let's talk footy. Well, it's really interesting. It's not something that we hear a lot of. Of course, we are big lovers and supporters of the Sunny Coast Falcons going okay, if you don't mind. Um, and I was looking at planning and stuff today for what we're doing as a team going forward. I mean, Origin's not that far away mm. all of a sudden. But the biggest news for the last couple of weeks has been this on again, off again. Will Caelan Ponga stay in Newcastle? Will he go to the Dolphins or somewhere else? Uh, so many different stories coming out. Journos was were absolutely, you know, rock solid on the story halfway through the week. And then I think pretty much everyone was surprised he's inked a five-year deal to stay in Newcastle. Yeah, so for more on it, we've got Nine News Sports reporter Adam Jackson joining us now. Jacko. Hi. Oh, I was going to say Adzi, but what, what would you prefer, Adam? He probably got Jacko a lot. I- 
I usually get called either AJ or Jacko, so either way, it doesn't worry See, about. again, just yeah. like how she shortens the dolphins to the fins, which pains me no it's end, Jacko. It's a thing, right? Mm. <laughs> have you ever heard, you've, you're, you're, you're a sports reporter, have you ever heard the um, Redcliffe and or now just dolphins called the fins by anyone in an official I, I, capacity? I, 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 well, I wouldn't say official capacity. Maybe some of the official fans uh, um, Saturday afternoon at uh, Dolphin Stadium. Because I do a lot of Queensland Cup coverage as well, too. Sometimes you hear the fans say the fins. Yeah. So I'll give you a pass, Mark, on that one. Thank oh, you. Mate. Thanks, you, AJ. You, you're officially off my Christmas card list. <laughs> but let's, um, for, for those that aren't into footy, we have to keep these sorts of things relatively short. But playing, playing Joe Public here. So, Callum Ponga, he's a superstar. Um, two or three days ago, some of your colleagues, not necessarily at the Nine Network, but at other networks, were absolutely rock solid that Newcastle had pulled the deal because his dad was being a turnip uh, about the situation. <laughs> um, and now all of a sudden we, you know, and then there was the meeting with Wayne Bennett. So everyone's thinking, well, if they've pulled the deal, he's definitely going to the Dolphins. Now there's suggestion that Wayne Bennett said, well, you're not going to get that sort of money from us. W- what do you know? Well, it's interesting in the press conference that Caleb Pong has just um, completed in Newcastle. He said that going to the Dolphins was a realistic option. He strongly considered it. But the, the money, as he alluded to there, was definitely a factor. He could get more money at the Newcastle Knights. The deal was essentially signed off last week. His um, father is a bit too controlling. I thought it was a bit of a power play between the Knights and the dad. The dad wanted it announced in this manner at this time. The Knights said, no, we're the club, we're doing it. There was a bit of a standoff. That's why there was the reports of it being pulled from the table, the offer. I think that was just a bit of a power play. It was never pulled off the table because the Knights didn't want to lose him and he didn't want to leave because you're not really going to get that sort of money at at other clubs. A a lot of the other clubs have got long-term superstar players already locked up and can't afford to pay that amount of money. So essentially it came down to the Dolphins and the Knights. He decided to stick with the Knights for the next five years. How much do do we know? How much he's getting paid? Uh, no, it's it's not official, but roughly you're probably looking at about one point one million a season. And when they give you a contract wow. at Red Flint, Red, Redcliffe, do they call them dolphins? <laughs> it does. You, you mentioned you mentioned the marquee signings and whatever else. The other significant Queenslander. In this situation, probably the form half alongside Nathan Cleary in the entire competition, Cameron Munster. This now got the good, the good. Um, what's the what sentence? What's the what's the mohawk? Good, good oil? No yeah, mohawk. He's going with the mohawk. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. no, you're thinking of Pappenhausen. Anyhow, oh, okay. thanks for <laughs> thanks for interrupting my perfect question with a completely incorrect comment. Is Munster um, going to the fins? Is that what you're asking? Well, it just it throws him up because the idea was well, I'm fine if Callum Ponga goes, we'll throw a war chest at uh, Cameron Munster, and now the Dolphins, who have been linked to um, Munster since day one, is that a reality? It looks increasingly likely that um, is uh, Cameron Munster is the big fish that the Dolphins are going to target. Yeah. The problem with his, his contract is he's contracted to the Storms next year for 2023. So they would have to do some sort of deal with the Storm to get an early release, which probably Melbourne would be reluctant to do. All the Dolphins, if they were to sign in, would have to wait for the 2024 season. So they'd have to start without their big marquee signing, which would be painfully difficult to do when you're trying to sell a new franchise. But as you mentioned, the war chest, the big thing the Dolphins have going for them now is they've got a, a, a truckload of money that they can throw at a marquee player, which they need to sell the club. The whisper I'm getting at the moment is uh, if Melbourne can get given an, enough, uh, what they feel is a fair price for the final year of Cameron Munster's contract, that he may well move on. 
Oh, you heard you it here first, Sunny Coast. Wow, we are a hard-hitting sports program. This is the most hard-hitting sports chat we've ever it was had. My, my, I saw my mate at the servo and I said, what do you <laughs> yeah, reckon's yeah, going right. <laughs> Adam Jackson from Jacko. Channel 9 News. Thank you so much uh, for shining a little light on this. And great um, dolphin pun in there, the big fish. I liked that. Yeah, Good that's job. what dolphins do. They go after fish. Yeah. Yep. Good yeah. on you, bud. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. No worries. Kelly and Bex. 91.9, the FM.